Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Oh, yeah, welcome to Crunch Time on this Sunday. So what is it, midday? Guess what? Little bonus for you today, peoples, and that is an additional hour and 15 minutes of Crunch Time on a Sunday. I know. Tommy, hit the applause button. Anyway, just how's that going? There we go. Just, just to let you know. Give him a buffer today, Jimmy. No way. No way. <laughs> Tommy. this guy. Red eyes. He's got the shakes. <laughs> I think he had a little cry earlier before he came on air. <laughs> what about when you were having a conversation with him about one thing and he was having a conversation about with you about another thing? Yeah. That was interesting. I Tommy's remember my first night out. Tommy. <laughs> yeah, tough times. Tommy's had a night out. And congratulations to the Galloping Greens. They won the Shoot Shield yesterday. Uh, heard three different score lines about what – was it 23-21? Tom, you were there at celebrations last night. I can't, honestly can't remember the score. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a man in pain. Uh, Norths. Norths, yeah. Norths. So nice. uh, we had a preview on it on Friday. On nice. Thanks for tuning in on the afternoons program. Yep. Appreciate your support, James. NRL Crunch Time. We're doing it all thanks to Azito. Azito Power Tools. German design quality and innovation, uh, innovation, powering DIYs all day, every day. So that voice you've heard is James Magnuson. We've also got the great Justin Horoscope. So you guys today are head-to-head. Right, the seagulls and the bulldogs. Ooh, yeah, true. Yes. So, what are we calling it? There's the scope the missile cup. or the mowers cup? The or, mowers the, cup. or the Willie Mason cup. Willie Mason. The levels cup. It's the levels cup levels as well. Cup. With Mace. Oh, yeah. There you go. Mowers Very cup. early on that. <laughs> yeah, that is an early one. <laughs> How are you, Scope? You well? Good, Jimmy. You're running. Be an extra hour crunch time, hour and 15. Hour and 15. That's as good as it gets on a Sunday. I'd have yeah. thought so. I just uh, said to Tommy, 15 minutes more, I was double invoicing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Jeremy. I know you're listening. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Loves the program. Uh, did you run this morning, Scope? Yeah, had a good little run this morning. Three weeks out from the Sydney Marathon now. So I know 2 a.m. Tommy doesn't feel like running the Sydney Marathon at the moment. But, uh, yeah, we're three weeks away now. So I did my longest run in preparation for that this morning, 30 kilometres, and I felt it. 30 kilometres? How I long did that it. take? Uh, just under three hours. 30, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. So I've had to reassess my goals right. for so, Sydney Marathon. So six-minute Ks, a touch under six-minute Ks? Just under, yeah. I was okay. looking to get sub-fours for the marathon, but I don't think I'm going to get there at that pace anyway. So I've got because the – the preparation, it drops now. So we'll go back yeah, to 25K right. next week and then maybe like 10 to 15K the week before and then the marathon. So, Are, are you okay with that tapering? You, you're the yep. expert. Sounds good. I like yeah. it. it. Scope's been very uh, meticulous with this training. Yes. I've been with him the whole time where he's built up the run slowly. Very impressive. Um, I, reckon, I reckon you can be around that 5 to 5.30 pace. Yeah. Because you yeah. get that extra – it was like City to Surf, right? You get that extra adrenaline kick when people are running with you. Yeah, for yes. sure. Yes. 30Ks on your own. I have enough demons in my head at the best <laughs> of times, let alone for 30 kilometres. It's you, pretty dark. You, what hurt me this morning too, because we, we started at six, um, just up just up the road actually. Mm. Um, so how then, many how many running with you? There was about – Oh, I'd say maybe 200, 150, 200. It's the Sydney Striders uh, group. Oh, today? Oh, wow. Yeah, today, oh. yeah. So that, I joined the gang this morning uh, for the first time. And then there's like a 
I've got a couple of mates, Nick Youngquest and Ben Lucas, who are ambassadors for the Sydney Marathon. Yeah, yeah. So they've been hosting events and, and they've invited me to a couple. And, you know, I've gone to a, a couple, one at Centennial Park about two weeks ago and then this one this morning. Uh, There's a bit of a group to get together and you've got different uh, um, paces for different groups mm. for for how they're going to run. But, uh, yeah, it was tough. The stop start really hurt me this morning. What do you mean the stop start? Um, the stop and start of stopping at traffic lights. Oh, uh, because we killer. actually ran through the city, tried yep. to mimic the track. Um, gotcha. Nick Youngquest ran, ran with me. He's run multiple marathons. Yeah. So he just tried to set a pace for me and then give me a bit of an idea of what was going to yep. be around the corner. Um, and it was good. It was good preparation, but uh, pretty sore. It's the, the weight. As big a guy, yes. you just need to keep that momentum. I reckon... Could probably count on two hands the number of guys that'll be doing that marathon at over a hundred kilo body weight. So yeah, there's that as well. Yep, absolutely. We have had some incredible games of rugby league oh, over yeah. the course of the weekend. Round twenty six ain't done yet. We've got a couple of games this afternoon, and we'll go through them. Uh, yes, we've got the levels podcast, Scope v Missile, Bulldogs v Sea Eagles, and then we've got the Knights v the Sharks. Absolutely extraordinary how important that game is now to both those sides. So mm. uh, if we look at the results that have come through yesterday so the storm 37 16 over the titans well done if you took the 20 and a half line on that one yes same that was so oh well done stressful oh stressful oh left it late anyway uh roosters 32 8 over the west tigers thought that was going to be closer but big news coming out of that one and we'll get to that very shortly as well and then the raiders 18 the broncos 29 last night down there in canberra extraordinary game of rugby league high octane lots of controversy coming out of it but for me the overwhelming thing and i don't know what order we're going to be talking in this for tommy's agenda it's all over the place too no surprise on that one no sorry it is it's first but reese walsh wow wow and double wow the only concern around that do you rest him next week because of that hint of an injury at the end of the game, Scope? Well, this competition has been as good as it's got uh, that I can remember in the past couple of years. Yep. And I have a feeling this competition, based off not only leading into this week, but what's happened over the weekend, could be survival of the fittest. Yes. Yeah. Are your star players going to be available come the first weekend of finals in particular, because that's yep. crucial. That one verse four, two verse three is, uh, you're going to want to have your best players available. Broncos, obviously, Paddy Carrigan, Adam Reynolds, miss this game, most likely miss next week. So if you've got, if you're in a position like the Broncos and the Panthers, I'd be resting players. Mm. I, You know, like minor premierships, nice, but no one, I've never had a chat to a player in the past going, yes. how many minor premierships have you won? No, yeah. like yeah. realistically, no, no players care about that. It's about winning the competition. Got that minor premiership tattoo on the bicep. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine living 80 minutes in Reese Walsh's head? The roller coaster that is a Reese Walsh rugby league match. Yep. One minute he throws a 20-meter cutout pass at fullback to Selwyn Cobbo, drops it on tackle zero. The next minute, he sets up a try. The next minute, he's vomiting on the field. Yep. The next minute, he's carving everyone up, scoring a try. Last seconds of the game, he, you know, feigns an injury, gets pumped by Joseph Tapanay, which was one of my favorite moments of the season. Why? So funny. It's, like, you know what? That's play silly appropriate. Games. Yeah, play that silly games, win silly prizes. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it. I like that. I like that. I loved it. Um, so just Reese Walsh just living 80 minutes in his head. Holy moly, what a roller coaster. It's so, it was so interesting, that last so play of the game, oh, where good. you go, 
That's Joe Tarpany revealing so much about his mentality <laughs> yeah. there, right? You want to do that, punk? Yeah. I'm coming to get you. I yeah, yeah. loved it. I loved it. And fair play to him. Reese Walsh bounced up, yep. shook hands with Joe Tarpany and yep. said, no, nah, fair enough. I deserve to be hit because I was, I think he called it a grade three carry on or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, fair play to you, mate. Oh, good. Yeah, I loved it. I'm with yeah. you. I'd love to play with Joseph Tarpany. Oh, I'd, wow. That sort of, I love all that sort of stuff. I've had a couple of CEOs, uh, I brought it up on, on levels. It was Something that I don't like is when players complain when they're trying to circle in underneath the post and then a player dies of it at the last minute, right? Yes, yeah. They're trying to improve their position to make the kick easier. Yeah. So a player comes in a little bit late, like Reed Marnie on Tyson Gamble. Yeah. Um, it was uh, Raymond Vallega on Taruva in the same weekend. Yes. And they get up and they complain. Well, if you don't want to get hit close over the try line, straighten up, put it down. Put the ball down. Put it, put it down earlier. Yeah. So no and, and and same with Tarpany. If you the the game's still going, run out, run out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you going to get hit? Can I hit you with a quick one, Joe Tarpany? I'm going to hit you with a quick start one, bench one, cut one for both Ooh, of you. Yep. Wow. Payne Haas, Adam Fanua, Blake, Joe Tarpany. Start one, bench one, cut one. Start right pain. now, right now, or long long term. Like if you if you were yeah. just if to start a first to win next times. week, to win next week, to win next week. Yep. That's so tough. I'm starting Adam. It, it, it's it's such a tough one. I'll go. I'll start Payne. I'll bench Adam, and I'll uh, cut Joe. Joe. Yeah. What about you, Missile? I'll go start Payne, bench uh, Joe Tapene, cut Adam. Adam. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on, Scope. Come on. Yeah, I'm start Adam. Cut uh, bench Payne, cut Joe. Tops, and that and that yeah. I. I didn't even want to say it. <laughs> Next, you're going to ask, who do I love most? Austin, River, Avery. Yeah. That's easy, obviously. We are, in a great, we are in a really great era for front rowers at the moment. Amazing. I, didn't, yes. I didn't mention Fisher Harris. I didn't mention, yeah. mention Leoda, Vilegla, Tino. We are in a purple patch for front rowers. Yep. Just going through those injuries. Pat Carrigan, Clint Gutherson, uh, Joey Manu, Jerome Hughes, Nico Hines, Jerome Luai, Luke Metcalf, Jamal Fogarty for next week. Josh Papalihi for next week. That's a representative team. Eh? Oh, wow. That's, That's a really good side you got coming together there, yeah. isn't it? Uh, so let's stay with that game down there. I want to put you on the spot. Dave Donaghy, congratulations. You're the CEO of the Brisbane Broncos. You might even be a CEO of another club. And everyone talks about – I heard someone, I'm trying to remember who it was, um, about the value of Reese Walsh. And, and we know he's on about 450 now, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we know that they've re-signed Payne. And we know that there's limited cap space available. But in reality, what is Reese Walsh worth, firstly to the Broncos and then to any other team in the competition? What what are you prepared to pay as CEO, boys? At the Broncos, I'm pretty confident that if he comes to Sydney to a big club, he's going to go 1.2, 1.3. So I offer him 1.1 to stay at the Broncos, take a little bit of – take unders because we're right in that premiership window. That's the best I can do, Reese. 1.1. Uh, third party deals coming out the wazoo because yep. you're so good looking and marketable. Yep. Stay up here, win a comp. Yeah, minimum one mil, minimum for the Broncos. And then minimum, I think, even higher anywhere else. Yeah. I think down in Sydney, you'd have to pay at least 1.3, 1.4 to, to even be in the discussion. Yeah. Because I think a big part of what they're doing now, they, they realize they're in a window. I think he also realizes. There are players like Adam Reynolds, Ezra Mam, mm. are able to negotiate November first. Mm. Uh, Kurt Capewell. Mm. They've got so many players that are going to be, they, 
they're going to have to get sorted over the next couple of weeks. So, you know, where does it? Where does he put win win in a premiership? With I think you know a lot of these guys that he really gets along with. You know, people forget. You know, he was a Brisbane Broncos junior with some of these players yes. coming through as well yes. before he made his debut for the Warriors. You know what I think the difference Reese Walsh provides is from tenth last season to first this season, Reese Walsh. I think he is that big of a difference to the Broncos. Take Reese Walsh out of that side. Take out all those attacking options. Take back. Take out that flair, that confidence. I can Broncos probably finish similar to last year, which was what tenth, ninth, tenth, mm. with Reese Walsh in the side first. I'm not sure if it's that stark, but I understand what you're saying. I'll, I'll, I'll if I'm Reese Walsh's management. I don't know who manages Reese Walsh. I'm not too sure. I don't know. I'm saying to myself, it is clear that the best place for you to be in this country is Brisbane, yep. right? Close yeah. to family, close to the organisation that you know, close to the people that you like. So let's go and tour the centre of excellence of about three other clubs and get them interested and get public that 1.3 and 1.4, as you said, Scope, and then work out how much money can we squeeze out of the Brisbane Broncos because, mm. as you say, Miss Ol, third-party deals left, right and centre for anyone in Queensland, anyone even beyond that because the kid is so marketable and so... Yeah watchable mm. like just that the first try assist just floated it oh. over the top it's a joy and any kid boy girl or otherwise can enjoy what reese walsh brings to the competition so uh, he is a drop everything we must retain this guy so over to you brisbane broncos uh is the way i see it. you might see it differently uh, 0457 736 736 now the raiders are in real danger of missing the eight Right. This is this is a panic situation. It may all depend on what the Panthers decide to do and, and whether the Cowboys can win sure. that last game. Yep. So th- that's something that they're not going to know until Saturday um, and they will have to play on Sunday. Uh, let's have a, lots of controversial moments coming out of it. Probably the most controversial. Uh, the Raiders captain's challenge with Hudson Young on an escort. Tommy, uh, let's hear that. Well, I know Hudson he touches Young has eyes for Selwyn Cobbo. But he doesn't really He runs across the ball and denies Selwyn Selwyn Cobbo an opportunity to catch the ball. The challenge is unsuccessful. Do you think he changed the line of Selwyn Cobbo? He ran back towards, not not directly towards the ball, but did he force Cobbo to go around him? I I don't know if he did. Uh, Greg Alexander, audio courtesy of Fox Sports. Thoughts, boys? Escort plays... Close your eyes, flip a coin. Yep. There's zero mm. consistency. The refs don't know the rule. The video refs don't know the rule. It's an absolute lottery. Whether uh, they get yeah. pulled up in play, in review, lottery. Yeah, I agree with Brandy. There's a it go. He goes a little bit further, and I think I don't know if it was Brandy or was he calling with Vossi or Warren Smith, uh, or, whoever it was. Dan Ganane. Dan Ganane was it? Um, I think he says maybe five seconds later that you could tell Grant. Atkins, to the letter of the law, thought it was a penalty, but was almost reluctant to right. to call it. Like, he almost wanted to use some common sense on the rule. Discretion. Discretion. Yeah. And he... And he was reluctantly sticking with the decision of the referee and the, and the touchy, but... I, I totally disagree with the rule. I thought they were really hard done by. There was nothing in it. It was a glance. And, uh, yeah, they should... 
you know, consider themselves very unlucky, the uh, the Canberra Raiders. Okay, notwithstanding that, we then had the post-match press conference and once again we hear bleeding from the nation's capital about the treatment at the hands of the match officials. Here it is. What, what do you reckon little old ladies are sitting up on their chair going off their head? You've had a bad day. Little old ladies are going off their head. You've had a bad day. Jared Maxwell's a very good operator. He's a very good boss of the referees. I reckon power has been taken off Jared in a number of areas because they're not improving. He was a very intelligent ref. I think he's a very good boss for referees. Honestly, believe there's been a lot of power taken off him. Every escort is going to be exactly the same as Hudson's, but why does it go against us? As it did here three, four weeks ago, off a kickoff, a short kickoff, that got a football team back into the game and competing against us. It happens every game on these escorts. I just don't understand why it's been us. Well, I do understand. That's what probably the part I can't talk about. But I get bored in here, I've got the NRL ringing up, my media manager saying, why isn't he in this press conference? The reason I'm not coming in this press conference earlier is because I've got to keep you poor people waiting because I'm pissed off because people aren't doing their jobs properly. So, in my mind, let's assume that every decision did go against the... Let's make that assumption. Let's say, okay, every mm. decision went against the Raiders. So we talked there about Hudson Young, the Jordan Rapiner to the sin bin. Let's assume that. The victim mentality that Ricky Stewart constantly uses in press conference, uh, aided and abetted by a compliant and enabling media, is at the same time debilitating for the team, embarrassing for the organisation, and totally expected. Does, is anyone else tired of that? Is anyone else sitting there going, mate, just win the game next week? And I understand things go against you in games. And I mm. understand there are channels. Mm. But it's not the first disco that we've had with Ricky, right? It's classic Ricky. It's classic Ricky. Classic. Like, I just, the escape and the excuse that you're giving your football team about, yeah, guess what? We're there against us. First of all, he's talking about... Uh, Alleged conspiracy by the NRL that they don't want the Canberra Raiders in the semi-finals. Hello, mm. I, I just find it extraordinary. Uh, like there's senior people down there at the Canberra Raiders, and Don Ferner is the CEO, and he is great mates with Ricky Stewart. At some point, and maybe he has, Don Ferner's got to say, "Hey, mate, we've got to step past that and start thinking about how we make this team a little." Uh, more resilient and think about what's coming up. And what's coming up is we're still in control of our own destiny. We beat the Sharks next week. We're into the semis. Did you watch the press conference, yes. Jimmy? Did you see Elliot Whitehead almost I didn't want to, laugh I didn't, a couple of times, I smile didn't want to, a couple of times? I didn't want to put words and thoughts in what I thought Elliot Whitehead. Elliot Whitehead, when Ricky first started, in my mind, and I don't know and we'll never know, Yeah, he was like, whoa. Yeah. Here we go again. Mm. Yeah, I've just been again. So I'm the same as you. I'm just I'm you know pretty big on body language. Watching, it's almost like it's a, I because I find it very entertaining. I've always loved press conferences, in particular Ricky. It's always for being entertaining for me. But I understand where you're coming from as a playing group. The accountability that it takes away from your team for what happened in the games. Um, it almost, I think sometimes there are coaches that try to deflect and you know, take a bit of pressure off the playing group. But Ricky Ricky doesn't do that. He just goes all in. That's He wears his heart on his sleeve and he goes it's hard. A, it's an emotional it's response. It's an emotional response for yep. sure. And, uh, you know, I just thought I, I just thought it was pretty funny. Uh, and and, I, and I, it looked like Elliot Whitehead thought the same. I knew when he looked the Fox Sports camera down the barrel and told them to F off, there was a <laughs> big press conference coming from yeah. Ricky.
He's, he had a he has a blow up in him. I, w I wonder as as a player, as an athlete, and um, what that does to your mindset. Being constantly told that the NRL is against you, it's us against the world. That you can rally around for a game or two with that mentality. Anything longer than that, that's just exhausting mm. to think that the world's constantly against you. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with you, Jimmy, in that like I'm I'm a bit over the Ricky press conferences. But I also have to look at the humorous side now because a year, 18 months ago, I used to get super frustrated by some of the stuff Ricky would say and the agendas that support Ricky in the media. I used to sit back and go, ah, oh, this is really frustrating that, you know, your weak gutted dog, Ricky's a hero. Jamin Semon, weak gutted dog, you can't say that about Ricky Stewart. And I used to sit there and go, oh, that's frustrating. Mm. But those agendas have become so thinly veiled and so obvious now that I just have to sit back and laugh because that's all you can do in this scenario. I'm just glad that, uh, you know, I was never a player or an athlete in that position because that would be exhausting, constantly being told it's us against the world, they're out to get us, they don't want Canberra in the finals. Here's the other thing. I don't know what Ricky Stewart said when he walked in and spoke to his team. He might have said, listen, guys, I've just gone out there and deflected completely off you guys, but we need to be better. That wasn't good enough and we need to be better. They had a left edge there that was completely leaky. Right, whether it was Reese Walsh or Katoni Staggs or Selwyn Cobbo on the right side for the Brisbane Broncos, ran through them at Willie, had a left centre sitting on the bench for eight, uh, for 75 minutes. He had a, you know, Jack White should play left centre. He got caught out a number of times defensively. Yep. So that that's, that's to me, I'm looking at that going, wow, we've got an issue there. What about catching the ball off the kickoff? You, you know, the, two go, yeah. they score two tries and they give them the ball back with 30 seconds to go because they can't, Catch the ball off a kickoff twice. Mm. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 Get us on the text line, 0457-736-736. Caller's name is Tom? Warrior-holic. Warrior-holic. Go for it, Warrior-holic. G'day. G'day, boys. How are you all doing, Matt? Yeah, really well. Enjoy what do you got for us? Again. Mate, I, I have to wonder how the, the Raiders fans feel because if I... I mean, the Warriors get as many shit calls as any club over the years, but... I think I, I try to look at it more balanced these days. And if my coach was out there running his mouth like that every week, being a silk, I'd be embarrassed. And I just wonder how he does interact with his players. Because if he's carrying on like, like that with them, I can't see how they get engaged and want to go and play for him. Might be completely different. As I said, it might be completely different. I can imagine someone like a Wayne Bennett who's so in control of his emotions, walking in and saying one thing in a press conference and then walking into the dressing shed and saying, guys... This is how it is, yep. and, and being completely different. We don't know. But I agree with James. The victim mentality works for a time, a, a period. The, and, and then at some point you've got to step past that and say, we have to take ownership for the issues that we've just discussed right now. Um, good on you, Warrior-holic. Thanks for the call. Keep them coming in. One how long did you spend with uh, Ricky before you got punted? No, that, I, I didn't. Not, not, oh, you straight off the bat. Yeah, so he punted me before he arrived to the club. That was I was the first person he got rid of. But I was I was with him at – I spent time in the under-20s at the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. So um, – When he was I can, first I can, coach. Yeah, I yeah, can tell so you, you know, through teammates that have been – ex-teammates and teammates that have been coached by Ricky – Pretty good chance the way he's acting in the press conference is pretty accurate as to who he is after games right. and emotionally after games. Like that's, I don't think he can hide it. I th I don't think he can, you know, flick a switch like the great Wayne Bennett, be controlled, have a halftime speech or a post-game speech and then go into the press conference and then 
deflect in the way that, you know, Wayne can in particular. If a camera panned to a player on the bench and that said player turned to the camera and told them to F off live on TV, mm-hmm. what would the punishment be? Minimum letter from the NRL, right? We had Sonny Luke on Thursday night uh, mm. get a letter from the NRL uh, about his I don't know what that was, Hopawati type incident. Finger uh, player. F- yeah, exactly. I didn't see that one. Yeah, don't worry. It's everyone snuck by. I watched the tackle. It was Jermaine Hopgood going in slowly oh, okay. to a tackle. Old teammates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. One of yeah. those ones. One of Six those again. ones. <laughs> Six again between ex-mates. Just a yeah. letter from the NRL. Yeah, hey, that's mate, fair enough. Just to let you know, we saw that. Just a couple of digits between mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Zach Wolford's got a charge, a crusher tackle, a fine. He'll be right for next week. Jordan Rapiner. Has another tripping charge. Fine. He'll be right for next week. Corey Horsburgh's got an issue. Shoulder charge last minute of the match against Corey Jensen. Third and subsequent offence. Three matches. So one of their elite middle forwards is probably going to be missing for this vital game against the Sharks next Sunday. Well, there's your answer, right? You, we've been talking about it. How did how did the playing group react to to Ricky mm. Hudson Young, super talented Origin this year? Corey Horsburgh made his debut. Jordan Rappinart, how many tests has Tess, he played for the yep. Kiwis? Jack Whiten, a lot of there's so many teams that would love and team uh, players that would love to play with Jack Whiten. What are they? They're all erratic. Mm. They're all they're a reflection of their coach. They are erratic. Aren't they're they? erratic yeah. players that have always been like that. That at moments of games that have just. Ha- had a bit of a, you know, they're brain snap. There are generally you can find one or two in a team. Like you will talk about the Roosters, Sean. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sure soon. <laughs> yes, but yes. You look at the Raiders. They got five or six of the best every year. Yeah. That are you just like, like, why do you do that for? Yeah. That's right, Roosters fans. Coming up next, some breaking news around. You might have even heard it now. You might have got it through on your little smartphone, your little computer, walking around in your pocket. But uh, we'll talk Jared Waria Hargreaves very shortly. Greg from Gundy says this. Hey, boys. Greg from Gundy guy here. Look, I totally take missiles comments, but I would love to be coached by Ricky Stewart. I would run through brick walls for him. He is so honest. So there you go. Mm. It's a different way to look at it. Good on you, Greg. Keep those text messages coming in. 0457 736 736. Live NRLW at the moment. We've got the Broncos up against the Raiders. The Raiders presently about halfway through this first half are leading 8-0 a break and back with more.